0: Okay, good evening, everyone. Thanks for coming. So a final simon in Hokas Basu B'chalev, a simon tzavizayin. And we'll introduce it with the following Gemara. The Gemara is in Psachem Daflamid Vav. The Gemara there is talking about Lechem aini. that on the first night of Pesach, we know we have to eat Lechem Oini. It has to be poor man's bread, flour and water, no salt, no garlic, nothing in there. That's the that's the Gemara. So the Gemara says that beyond of Shani, the second day of Yontif, and we would hold even the first, uh, the morning, Pesach morning. You're allowed to eat matzah mixed with other things, and the Gemara brings an example. Get Rabbi He said, "The first day of Pesach, the first night of Pesach, don't give me matzah with milk. Make matzah with milk for me. Meaning, bake milk, bake matzah with milk. Doesn't mean you know dipping the matzah that's already been baked." Into milk. That's the whole Gebroch story. By the way, from the Gemara, there's no problem of Gebrochs. That's a late, uh, later minug. But he asks his son to make matzah and use milk instead of water. And the Gemara asked obvious question: Vatanya ein losh in es One is not allowed to use milk in dough when you're making bread. vim lush. if a person did indeed use milk when making dough, kolapas a And he baked it off. All the, the entire loaf of bread is asr, hargal because it's going to cause people to, uh, to do an avera. What would the avera be? Of course, eating bas b'chalav. Many times you see in, in Kashrus, you would go into a company, and the company produces dairy uh, pastries, dairy cookies with Hashkach on it. They also make dairy bread. The hashkacha does not give hashkacha on the bread, and they ask, what do you mean? It's the same ingredient. It's the same flour, milk, and water. How come you get you could certify the cookies, but you cannot certify the bread? And the short response is that Jews eat pastrami sandwiches, and if we would give certification on dairy bread, you'd end up eating dairy bread with pastrami. We cannot eat milk and milk, milk and meat together, and that is why we cannot give hashka, We cannot make uh, dairy bread. So the Gemara asks. So. How, in fact, did Rabbi Shua's sons make dairy bread for him? So my answer is that if you make it ke'in tura, we'll just uh, read it outside, if you make the bread ke'in tura, like the eye of an ox, then it's mutter. What does it mean, the eye of an ox? So Rashi says, a small amount, let's assume for one meal, some achronim say even for an entire day, the ancient minog, look in the beginning of Hilcha Shabbos, was to make this dough that had schmaltz in it, like a deli roll, for the, it seems like even for the Shabbos Suda, perhaps even for Lechem Mishnah they would use it. So, perhaps you could extend this for an entire day's worth of food, maybe shvuis, make a milchic like challah, make a milchic like bread. Rashi says, for one, a small amount, this mutter. The riff says, you have to change what it looks like. If you make a simon, you make it in a funny shape, so people will know. Uh, the Rashi says, people are going to ask you, why is it such a funny shape? And you're going to respond, it's dairy, or it's flayshiks, and that's how you would be able to make dairy or flayshik press. That's the Gemara in Halacha. This is how we paskin the, mis- the Shokhnara Sim and Sadizayin. Ain isa b'chalev. One is not allowed to knead dough with milk, and the same thing would apply to meat. Shema yave laachla in basar. If someone would do it, he might end up eating it with flayshigs. Vimlash, <speaking> kol <in> the entire bread is asher Afilu even to eat it on its own. You could have a shaymer. Let's say so you're vegan or you're, you're vegetarian. You never eat meat. Doesn't make a difference. This bread is asher. However, if it was a davar muat enough to eat just to, just enough for one meal. Again, the, the ramah brings down even further than this. But sapas, <speaking> karas, <in Hebrew> it's noticeable. That it's different and people know that would be mutter. That would be allowed. That, if, you, if you put a sticker on the on the box Excellent question. If, does that work? Do you, if you put a sticker on a box, we're gonna talk about it in a few minutes. Excellent question. So before we get into the Halahala let's let's learn a little bit of Lumdus just for a few minutes. What's the nature of this Isser? Do we say that this is an Isser Gavra? This is an iser on a person that you should not be making uh, this type of th- this type of bread, and it's limited to an iser gavra. We'll see an afkamina in a moment that brings out this question. Or do we say this is an iser cheftza that when we count all the different machalos asuras we have another one added to the list called dairy bread, and I'll give you an afkamina. Let's say you have a company that makes dairy bread, and they also make dairy cookies okay we're not going to certify the bread because the bread is also you can't eat it when they when i'm making cookies on the same line on the same ovens do i have to kasher in between the dairy bread and the cookies it's they're both milkic so i don't care about the milkic component if we say it's an iser gavra it's an issue that i'm not allowed to make dairy bread okay i didn't make the dairy bread i'm not getting on it there's no problem it's milchik so say o-u-d on the on the package, but if you hold it to iser Chetzah, there's a new iser, a new iser called lechem chalavis. There's a new iser called dairy bread, and you would have to kasher in between a dairy bread run and other other items because this is actual machalas hasuos. That's a new din of machalas You have to kasher in between the same way you have to kasher. Let's say someone took a, they took tevel and they baked tevel in an oven. Or they took chhawa, they separated the challah and they used it without wrapping it in a foil, they baked it on a pan. There's an issu derabanan of chhawaschla erets, you would have to kosher the pan uh, before the next use. Forget about trefas. There's an iser, another istir of of uh, of tebel or of trummasumis uh challah. So too here, maybe there's a new din of of milkic bread that you'd have to kosher in between. That would be nafkamina number one. Nafkamina number two is let's say you have a uh let's say someone buys a, a bakery and they're, they're they're running a they're running a business and it's not in a not in a jewish city they're somewhere in the midwest and they're selling buns and breads all types of things they're not they don't care about hashkacha now in general there's an ister of schaira the davra maybe we'll learn that together in a few weeks or so there's an issue of doing business with non kosher food but the Shulchan Aruch and Simukufiy Zion clearly says that's limited to Isurim deraisa. That one is only. Let's let, 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 let give you an example. Let's say a person owns vending machines. It's a very common thing. You own a, a laundromat. You own multifamily uh, real estate, and there's a vending machine in the facility. The halach is if you own the vending machine, it's not outsourced. You have to make sure that they're not selling any Isurim deraisa. If they're selling a uh, cheese it uh, crackers that have some cheese on it which we would assume in America is only Akam, or some type of popcorn with with butter, which just doesn't have ashkacha. so that would be fine. You, you don't eat it, it doesn't have ashkacha. but as long as it's not isser uh ignoring stamyenam, selling grape juice, but if it's not isser or grape juice, you are allowed to do schayra with it. Many cheese companies do schayra with non-kosher cheese because that's only us, what about this case? Let's say you own the bakery and you do the operations. So, if your staff bakes this bread for you, if you hold, it's just a simple example of macholes rice, so then, maybe there wouldn't be an issue of having your staff bake it for you. But if we hold, and we're going to pass like this as well, that there's an iser gavra, so the same I'm not allowed to bake this bread, I can't ask my staff, my, my, my company, to bake this bread for me, so even though it's not an iser schayra, there'll be a different iser of making milchig bread. Selecting so this person was simply a distributor. He was uh, distributing to supermarkets, and part of the the contract is he has to deliver dairy bread. That will be fine. He's not making it. He's not creating this machal But if we hold that as an iser gavra aser, as as the mechaber says, ain and this seems like to be an iser gavra component. You wouldn't be allowed to own such a company that yeah, makes this bread. But, but even iser so why isn't he like on the it no, there's not getting Ashkacha on it. There's no OU and it. no It's gonna it's gonna be served in uh Burger King. Uh-huh. He's selling buns to Burger King without Ashkacha. In a there'll be another component another another consideration the sandwich. You could have situations. We had a case recently. There was a lawyer here. He was um regular lawyer, doesn't have anything to do with food. He did some legal services for a company and they couldn't pay him, so they wanted to give him equity in their in their company. And this is a sausage distributor. Traith, Mamish Traith. So it's a fascinating Shailon Halachov. He's allowed to do it. If you look in the Rishonim, it's Kemetzom Yadam. He's saving his money. So Midaraisi is allowed to, but Midarabani would have to sell his equity stake ASAP. So he could do that, take equity, but then he would have to find a buyer. He would not be able to own it long term. There would be a Maris Ayan that he owns a, you know, a Minnesota sausage company. That would be a problem. That would be Amaris Iron that, that the Ruvain owns that company. So he would have to get rid of it right away. So you could have situations where no one knows it's a Jew and and he just owns a you know a turnkey bun factory. So you could have this this case. Additionally, just a few other nafkaminas. We'll get to halach Lameis in a few minutes. Another nafkamina would be, let's say, some, something spilled. You had uh, milk that spilled on, on bread or you had, you put a challah uh, on top of the crock pot. We spoke about that. If that actually creates fleshyg bread, let's say there was definitely steam there, hot steam, or someone spilled, do I have to throw this out? Do I have to eat it right away? Or, or do we say no, there was no violation, you didn't bake it initially, it doesn't have this iser of of a of, 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 of dairy bread, so to say. Yes, use your seichel, don't eat it with fleshyg, or if it was a fleshyg bread, don't eat it with milk but it doesn't have this iser hasur, that you can't save it for Sunday morning French toast. Another nafkimino uh, would be if a nahri does it, if a non Jew does it, do we care? Can I, let's say the simon comes later. We'll give a case. He uh, had a, a company making bread and they made dairy bread, but they only made it to sell it to their sister company who makes dairy French toast. So the final product has a simon on it. It's uh, it's coated with eggs and, and milk. Let's assume that's a simon, that the French toast is dairy. But in between, there was bread that was milkic bread. So if we say that there's an Isr, only an Isser Gavra, I never made the milkic bread, Julio made the milkic bread, and, and by the time we're giving Ashkachan it, we would say the Jew has some involvement. It's already already has a simmon on it, and the Yid was never involved until that point. Or do we say, no, that this is an Isser Heftza of, of uh, Isa Bechalov, and, and no, it became User initially. You can't just put a simmon on later on. So these are some of the nafkaminas. Um, another nafkamina would be bittel iser lechatchila. Let's say they're making a, a bread that only has one percent milk in it. it. Can I give hashkach on it? Is that a problem of bittel iser? If you hold it, it's only iser gavra, so maybe there's no there's no problem because as long as it's not the, the result is not going to be milkic bread, there's no iser. But iser so we always say when there's an iser cheftza, there's still there's there's a consideration of ein mevatlin iser lechatchila. Okay, so. Halakha Isa we would, Everyone's everyone agrees that, there's a, it seems to be that everyone agrees it's isser Gavra. The question is, do we hold this isser Chafzah? So most Polisgim are mekel, when push comes to shove, that this food is not considered Macholes asuras They would agree that this is isser Gavra, as the Gemara, almost came out My first says, In Lashin, you're not allowed to do it. Does it become macholis Asurus? So most Polisgim would say no. And and meaning, of course, you're not allowed to eat it to throw it in the garbage. But as far as blius, as far as the other examples we gave, they would be mechol. So, I want to bring a few different uh, questions in and we'll, we'll try to get through as many cases as we can. If we need, we'll, we'll spend another week on this. Question number one. What food is included in this? Do we say everything we spoke about, uh, having a separate salt dish? What, what is included in this din? Of course, matzah is included, and of course, Lechem is included, but what else? So there's Machlechus in the Pesachim. The Tzemach Tzedek, written 500 years ago, not the Lubavitchus the Tzedek, the, the previous Tzemach Tzedek. So he writes that even wine would have an issue if they used uh, lactose in the wine. So you would not be able to to keep it around. You have to either drink it in one meal, if you made it enough for one meal. Otherwise, it would also be considered Machlechus Asurus because people are going to eat it with or They're going to eat it with meat. He seems to include everything, However, most paiskim limit it to bread and Pasa kisnen, Anything that's in the realm of, of bread. So in Hochos brachas, we go through, there are many different types of Mesoinus. You have Mesoinus like a pasta that you would never wash and bench on. That's a cooked item. That's not considered, it would never be hamaytzi, And then you have baked items that if it's just plain flour and water, it's hamaytzi. Once you added other things, and we have all different types of uh, additional, you know, addition uh, ingredients, inclusions, you could have cheese and sauce like pizza. You could have uh, uh, chocolate, cinnamon, like a chocolate rugula, a cinnamon Danish. So all those items will call for, you know, for the purpose of this year, pass kissnin things that are suffic. If it's pass or not, typically we say by hilchos brachos, if you're not sure if it's mezainus or hamaitzi, suffic sure brachos lahakel you would make a Mezoyanist, not a Hamaitzi, because a Mezoyanist is a more inclusive bracha. However, if a person ate K'day Svi'ah, you ate a full meal, you run into a Shailah raisa. If a person ate a full meal of bread, the v'savata, then uvei rachta, you, you have to bench. So if you ate a full meal, you'd have to bench. So in a case of Suffolk, you would say you would have to bench on, on those items. Now there is a concept of daita butler, and most person would agree, even if a person ate a whole box of pretzels, that's not considered a suda, but food items that theoretically could be a suda, perhaps even a Danish, and, uh, you know, the breakfast of champions in uh, certain communities is a good Danish, a Danish and a coffee. So maybe that is considered a suda. So a person has to keep in mind how much they ate it exactly, and if it's considered butla dieta, it's a kladdam. But typically, there is uh, an amount that would get you into the realm of Khiv hamaytzi, natin sedayim, and Khiv of birchas we discussed pizza, right? Uh, like two slices? Yeah, so that's an excellent question. So pizza is an interesting question because although the Shulchan Aruch says something that's filled is, ha- has, a, has a filling or it's, it's coated with something is considered possible by and has this, this suffix, the, the Shulchan Aruch himself holds that's only when it's filled with something that's a dessert item like uh, fruit or, or sugar or the like. But something that's a meal item intrinsically, fish like, uh, or, or meat, Imagine a, a Franken blanket, a, a calzone. The Shulchan Aruch himself holds that there's a chiyuv to that, that. That's considered bread. That's how the Margin of ram Paskins However, the Taz argues. The Taz says when something is filled with something with the, with the, with, the, with the ingredients, it doesn't make a difference if it's fruit or meat or chicken. It's still a suffix, It's still passable abakistan. So if someone washes on pizza, even on a small amount, he has the Margin of Ram and the Shulchan Aruch to rely on. However, the Bir Halacha writes, and this is the standard minimum in America, that it depends. If you're Kaveh Suda on it, then you would have to wash. If you're not Kaveh Suda on it, then you wouldn't have to wash. So what's called Kaveh Suda? So nobody knows. But, you know, some people eat pizza uh, on the go. They're running home from work. They won't tell their wives later, but they had a slice of pizza on the way home. So that's a snack. Sometimes you take your kids out for lunch or the like. You're sitting down for pizza, for lunch. Every yeshiva serves pizza for lunch. So that's all that, that would be considered a meal. So it's very hard to know. i Usher sure he wanted to say in one of the shirum that it depends how you're eating it. You're eating it in the car. That's mazaynas. You're sitting down at a table like I mentioned. That's how So there's different uh different, different practices. Uh, what I tell people to do is if they're sitting down for a meal, sitting down for lunch, so then they they should, uh, they should wash. If they're, uh, they're taking a half a slice or, or, or something small, they're just tasting, so there's what to rely on and you can make a mezonis and there's definitely yeshamilismach. The best thing to do is either decide eating a meal or wash some bread, but um, you do not have to wash some bread. If a person's only having a small piece, that would be okay. So, going back to our discussion, anything that's that's in Paso Bab-Akistan territory, L'Chaira has, you know, these rules apply to it. So the question is, you look, you go shopping, you will see there are many items that are possible of kisnin. For example, crackers. Ritz crackers are dairy. There's a butter flavor in Ritz crackers. 100% dairy. Now, I'm hoping to melamitz on those that uh, I've seen people eat it with, with chopped liver. Hoping that the dairy flavor is bato, but I have no clue. And no one uh, no one is sharing this information. So, we know there's a dairy flavor in Ritz crackers. And the question is, how could that give a on on pasta babakistan? That's, that's dairy. For Even more than that, you have cheese danishes and all other types of foods that are pasta babakistan, and we know them as dairy. What about pizza? How, how could pizza be kosher? It's dairy. So, the most extreme examples we gave, the, the answer is obvious. That if it smells dairy, if it looks dairy, so of course... There will, no, will not be an issue, like a Franken blanket or a deli roll or pastrami and in, 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 in something like that, a pocket, you know, with a meatloaf or something. Everyone knows that this is hamaytz, or sorry, that this is uh, flayshikz. In the Chasim and gadamizah, the riff says as long as people know that this is different, that that's all you need. So many items, we could understand they're self self understood that these items are either dairy or flayshik. However, once you get into crackers, or I'll give another example, croissants or the like, where it's not necessarily apparent that these items are dairy, so then, what's the hetter? How could there be dairy pretzels, dairy, um, dairy crackers with hashkacha? So, it's brought down in Achrayim. this is found in the Marit and other other Paiskim, that if everyone knows, and he talks about that city, as long as everyone in that community knows that this item is typically made with milk, That'll be fine. At least have some type of cracker that was always made with uh, schmaltz, that was made with uh, animal fat to make the crackers. So he says, since everyone knows that, that this is how they make the crackers in our town, then you're allowed to make Flacia crackers. So the question is, how, how do we understand this in you know the global world that we live in? Many people growing up, will use New York as an example, or New Jersey, they never heard of dairy crackers. Their whole life, crackers are parve. Crackers are used for herring. Crackers are used for chopped liver or croissants. So anyone who knows how to pronounce croissant, not me, if you know how to to pronounce it, I think it's a French uh, uh, item, the standard of identity is that it contains butter. That's how you make a croissant. You don't make a croissant without butter. But for those that grew up, you know, and going shopping in high stores, whenever you got a croissant, that was not made with, with butter. That was a parve croissant so there is a split amongst the hashkachas some hashkachas will never give hashkacha on a dairy cracker and even if it says dairy in it it means it's it's dairy equipment because they hold that we have to we're giving hashkacha for from jews most from jews don't know that this item might be dairy and as Abi pointed out why, why don't we uh, rely on the siman? so it's, it's a very simple answer when you're dealing with bulk items that that very nice you had a simmon on the box but some people put uh, they take even today you take a sir- you take a box of cereal and you put it in a nice see-through container and there goes the box. You open the package package is gone. You don't see that that uh, simmon anymore. I know Ravelski wanted to say many years ago he was talking about this he said maybe if you had individual items we could start uh, we could st- individually wrapped maybe maybe a dairy mark would be considered a simmon but even that he never uh, said howlam so they should do that. So, you don't have a, a simmon and and uh, and, and you're, you're, people are going to be eating crackers with chopped liver. All right, I've seen people eating Ritz crackers with uh, chopped liver on Shabbos. Yeah, for example, there's a bakery here in Flatbush, without saying names, when they were selling donuts on Hanukkah, the they had regular donuts, then they had donuts in... in... Their packages that had a big dairy sticker on it because it was cream cheese inside. Yeah, it's a big it's a big problem So so the Edah Haredes in Eretz they made them, this as many years ago actually have uh, some of the Some of the Pachkavillam in the writings they, they if you go to Eretz you'll see that they put stickers on the items a little sticker on it and it says it says power for this reason Everyone's going to... And actually, it talks about borekas That they, they announced to the whole uh, Meisharim, the whole Yushalayim, that the triangle borekas are parv, and I guess the round ones were dairy. They, they wanted to t- let people know. Because if it's considered possible by Kistenin, which, by the way, donuts are not possible by Kistenin, but either... So, th- so that might be a heter by donuts. But if it's an, a food item that people are going to assume is considered... Um, is, is parv, then if you're serving it as dairy, then, then putting a, a, a sign on the wall, you have to actually... Uh, create that everyone knows that yeah, by my, my, my Hanukkah party. I purposely didn't serve those donuts because there was a dairy sticker on there. So, good. So, you have a sticker on it. The sticker on the donut itself, I think that's enough. That's a real sin. Okay, so so the reason why they don't have to be machmer, again, I'm not, I think as a Hashkach, they should probably tell people. Either they'll say that. What do you mean? You're spending twenty bucks on a donut. You should know that it's not just uh, you know the old donut, the fatzaitish donut. It's a it's a nice uh, it's 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 a it's a fancy donut with there's going to be cream in there and all types of chazarai. That's one uh, heter. The other heter is that the Paiskim do not go with the tzemach tzedek, and they only hold that pas is usur. And donuts, the the way donuts are made is that they're fried, they're deep fried. It's considered cooked. Halachalamais, without getting into chumros. A person would have to make a bracha mezayinus on a donut during a meal. It's interesting. So halacha is, when it comes to desserts, let's say you have chocolate or candy during a meal, you have to make a bracha on it because that's not a meal item. However, there's an exception when it comes to cake. Now, there's two reasons for this exception. One exception would be, let's say, you're eating this, you had a little bit of challah and now you're eating cake. So the cake is filling, so that's part of the meal, so you want to make a bracha on it. But let's say you ate enough, you had a full Friday night suda, then they bring out dessert, and, you know, Rav Chalipsum Yishchiyach, you found some room for this dessert, but it's not really coming to satiate you, you're just tasting it. So when it comes to candy and, and jelly beans and fruit, you make a bracha. When it comes to cake, since cake is a safek, if it's hamaiti, you already made hamaiti. so is the brachas, cool, don't make a new bracha. There are those, and we a Shlita, going after the, the benish Ishchai, that would bench first, and then eat dessert later. Because there's so many shilas that come up, so he first benches, and then he, I don't know how much dessert he eats, but uh, then, then he'll serve dessert at a Shabbos table. But donuts is a f- deep-fried item. It's a cooked item. Let's say you have a crepe for dessert. That's always mesayinus. So if you're eating it to fill you up, so then you don't want to make a bracha. But if you're eating it just a fun dessert Friday night, just to taste, you would make a bracha mezayinus on a donut. So I told it to the to the, to the, uh, the young boys in shul back on Hanukkah. They were all surprised. But I said, "Good, it's good, it's good that you uh, learn when you're young. So it's also enough community for this. I didn't tell them that. But you could serve a milchik donut. Because a milchik donut is not passed. It's not possibly with in More so, nobody eats it with, with meat until uh, all the pulled beef donuts started coming out. Nobody uh, eats donuts with meat. So... Um, so you wouldn't need to have simonim, but it would be an eight If people are assuming it's parv, and they're going to be serving it for dessert, then you should put something, a sticker on it. Now, just to go to the svara, there's two different halachas when it comes to flesheks and melchiks. There's the halacha of eating basar b'chalav together, so only derech, bishul asataira, but there's a very strong on not to eat basar b'chalav in the same bite. So bread and pastrami, that, that's more of an issue. The achrenim say, but something that would never be eaten with meat in the same bite, so that we're based on a minnow again. Again, it's an Issa but it's not the same level is And if they never made xayra on that you can call it xayra, xayra. So dessert items Those would not be an issue But crackers people do eat crackers with uh, with liver. So that would be an issue Many years ago, our that gave a head to the OU and I think the Chafke as well to certify pizza uh, bu- Pizza pies that you need to make make your own pizza on these pies the the dough the crust with a dairy symbol, relying on the fact that everybody uses it for cheese. So most Ashkachs would never do that today, because what well, used to be considered normal that everyone only uses pizza crust for cheese. Now every every restaurant, even uh, even a schnitzel place, they have pizza. You know, a meat pizza, pastrami pizza, pulled meat pizza, whatever type of pizza you like. And pizza is no longer just considered milchiks, and you would not be able to give ashkacha on that. Another example. That's a more famous example, is Thomas English muffins. So if you go to the store, you'll see that Thomas English muffins have an OUD on it. It says OU, dairy. So what happened? They themselves will tell you we would never rely on the fact that a package says dairy in order to be called, in order to be a simmon because once you open the bag, it's gone. You're not going to have that simmon anymore. So how could the OU, or they're not just the only one that does this. Other hashkachos will give hashkacha on English muffins, which contain... Milk has some milk powder in it. So, I believe this, the reason has, has uh, evolved over time. Originally, it could be, they were not publicized. And originally, originally, though you relied on the fact that there was a simon on the bag, there are still some hashtags either conservative or not, the, you know, flexodox type of rabbis, they will also rely on it, but the Orthodox, the, the most, the more observant, you know, shocherarik keepers, they do not give ashkach like that. So I think fifty years or seventy years ago, whenever the, the original hashkach was given on Thomas English muffins, they did rely on the simmon on the bag. Uh, and alternatively, they relied that everyone knows that English muffins are dairy. Everyone knows English muffins are dairy, so it would be no different than cheese danishes, than pizza, than Ritz crackers, which I guess. In America, people think crackers are dairy, not in Borough Park, but that would be the reason why the English muffins could have an OUD on it. However, they agree that time has, you know, the product, the market has evolved. You go to Target, you go to Walmart, you will find half of the English muffins on the shelf are parf. There's no longer an assumption. I mean the certified is powered. It's not Thomas Thomas is still dairy But the other ones are powered. So how could you say that everyone everyone knows English muffins are powered? So the truth is over the past 25-30 years the metzias how they make it has changed where the amount of dairy in The bread in the English muffin is bottle. So since it's bottle so now they would give Ashkach on it as OUD they won't call it parv because let's say you, you're put on cholav Stam Kalim. It's made on dairy equipment, or if you don't want to eat dairy, that's bottle. So they, they'll call it oud, but it's not. It's not really dairy. Now a few years ago, if you remember, Bimbo. Bimbo one of the biggest uh, bread producers in uh in North America. It's a Mexican company. They own Sara Lee's, uh, uh, Arnold's. All those all those brands are Bimbo Bakery. So there was a whole uh uh tumult. I think in 2018, 2019, they posted online that they were going to stop kosher certification. Now, for those living in New York, you couldn't care less, but uh, for those living in the Midwest, it's it's very, it's, it, not that I eat it, but it's very, it's, it's a significant product to have, if you want, if you're in Idaho somewhere, or you're in uh, North Dakota, if you want bread, you're going to be eating bimbo, if you want kosher bread, eating bimbo bread. That That's what you're eating, so... The OU and the Chafke who both give Ashkacha on these factories, they spent a lot of time discussing with, the, with corporate how to, you know, not, not switch over. What were they doing? They weren't putting lard in there. They were going to be putting milk powder into the breads. At, at one point, it seemed like all was lost and it was going to be dairy. Going forward, they're going to have dairy in their bread. Now, they, they all make some dairy products, like uh, some of the whole wheat. Sometimes you'll see a whole wheat item without Ashkacha. Sometimes they add milk. for the the taste, and whole wheat bread. But they were going to bring it across their entire product line being dairy. So they asked the Shilater of Asher Weiss that can we still give Hashkach on it because the dairy component is really bottle. Now, I don't know if if Asher Weiss understood that the OU has been doing this for many years with Thomas English muffins, but he wrote a tshuva and he spoke about it at a, a good uh, Yahikala. There's a recording on tour anytime a Q&A session with Rav Weiss. He discusses it as well. He goes through the shiloh. There's a machloekis in the paiskim, as we mentioned way back a half hour ago in the hakira of of uh, how to understand the nature of this Isser. Is there a concern of eme in and the lechatchila when it comes to dairy bread? So it's machloekis the tzanach tzedek. And the ma'arit, the Sema Tzedek is nachmir. the ma'arit is me'ko. So you have one ma'cholikah, if there's an answer of for a yid to make bread with 1% milk. Here, the non-Jew, the nachri is making it. If the nachri is making it, we anyways have heterim, that we're not uh, making it, he's making it. And it's batal. So he said it's going to come to that point where... North America is not going to have kosher bread. He felt that then, yes, you could give a hechsher, but he said, "A banefesh should be A should not eat this. Definitely, don't eat it with a burger because there was milk in there." Now they didn't ask him about Thomas English muffins and revisiting that psak. One could still argue that Thomas English muffins are not necessarily used with meat, while a slice of bread people would use with meat. Either way, it was a psak. Which I come, I come no one, no one worries about that. This is a real nice and calm. Just the reason that it's there in the first place. Yeah. So, so Obviously, the whole wheat ones. You know, it's a for, town. Yeah, I forgot exactly why the company wanted to do it. The the product, the whole wheat bread that has actual milk in there, and and it's not butthole, They're they're doing that in that situation for the taste, and and it's not butthole. But over here, in, in this case, they were doing it for some reason. You know, it was another it was another ingredient in the recipe. I don't think you were able to taste it at the end. It would have to be something so strong that's not butthole. Now you're asking a question which there are shittas in Rishonim that say, this is a, the Chuvas harashba. If, if you're macho like this, you can't drink sherry cask. The rashba says that any time, the only time we say bito is when there was a mistake. But if that's the recipe, there's no such thing as bito. If you come up with a recipe that has 1% cream in your chalant, you, that's not bito. Now, we don't paskin like that. Now, you can't do a chatechila. We paskin if the guy did it yeah, as long as he didn't do it for me, if it's bottle, it's bottle. I'm allowed to drink, let's say, sherry cask, as long as it's bottle, right? I'm allowed to drink, uh, whatever, all different types of things, as long as it's bottle. The Rash beholds, and it's quoted in, in many parts in Shokhan that if it's part of the recipe, uh, we have to be machmir. Rab is makel. he says, perhaps, all, he has a few different reasons why he's making in that case, only maybe stamienum, which is in Surah Hanah, maybe then we will be machmir. And he says, b'nefesh yachmir on, on the sherry cask, he says, only Banefesh Akhmir because we don't pass him like the Rashbaugh. That's one of his uh, five or six reasons why he does say Banefesh Akhmir But um, but yeah as long as it's bottle and you're no, not no, actually so, I'm just saying, is Tom Is Tom um, uh, Does Tom Vimavato the bottle idea? If, yes, if, if it's a milsa David Lataima, so let's say a flavor or let's say um, something that's so there. The milk is not giving it a flavor. Forget about the recipe. That's what it's a it's sweetener. A it's okay. there. It, it, it's, it's let's sweetener. say is a, a garden you know, It's products. part of the recipe. So let's say, you have this question every single Pesach. Someone made potato kovo, and they used uh, you know uh, canola oil. They used uh, corn syrup and Pepsi, right? And they want to know if this product, if this item is bottle, as far as kidneys is concerned. So kidneys is bottle barayit. There's a question if it's a milsa d'avid le'taima. If it's still about to right. So, at first glance, you would say, well, corn syrup is very sweet. But a sweetener is not considered milsa david la taima. It has to be that you're tasting that. When you drink corn syrup, when you're drinking Pepsi, it's bringing out the flavor, it's sweetening the flavor of the caramel. When you eat bread, you're not tasting milk. If it was so strong that you're tasting milk, so then yes, even if it was a small amount, then yes, it would would be considered a milsa david la taima. Like uh, spices, perhaps. But this is not most of the time. It's part of the recipe. They have fifty different ingredients. One ingredient is one percent uh, milk fat. So that's how I would understand. Um, you know w- w- why uh, it would still be bottled. Okay. Ellie, can I, uh one question quickly. Sure. Um, why is it the breads like Arnold and, and Pepperidge Farm might have an ou oud? However, these cinnamon uh, raisin they don't have any <laughs> of I don't know. So may, may, so a lot of these companies don't sort of they have. 50 different plants throughout the United States. It could be some plants do other products for other companies and those ones are not uh, under hashgacha Sometimes they are under hashgacha, but because they share the same packaging with other plants that do not have hashgacha So they just want to keep things simple and they don't certify any of those products Sometimes you could look at the the product code and speak to someone in cautious and figure out and drive them crazy and figure out that this Product line. Yeah, it's made in uh, New Hampshire. Yes, I know it's a hundred percent kosher. So, you know, don't do that <laughs> find something with hashkacha, but Now if you find a bread with an OUD on it I'm almost positive you should ask them in advance that it just means dairy equipment They're not going to give hashkacha on bread that contains dairy Baruch Hashem. This crisis was averted that uh, bimbo for the most part stuck with uh, keeping many power of lines or at least having power of items that are made on dairy lines. So they 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 did that and you still have you know Sara Lee's and other bimbo brands with uh, with power of Or if it says D, it means D. They didn't have to rely on Ravasha Weiss's uh heter. Just one more one more thing or just just taking off the cuff that that we spoke about before and that was the case of the French toast. So one could have argued Let's see, so again, we had a company making dairy bread, and that was going to be used in the French toast. Someone could have argued that, that we shouldn't care about the original bread making, as long as when the Jew gets involved, giving Ashkach at the end, that uh, there's a siman on it, it should be fine. So Abelsky felt that Ashkach should not do that. You should not, Meaning, mean, he got to certify it, you know, in transit, in transit, so 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 therefore you shouldn't give Ashkacha like that. However, if it's one continuous run same factory or maybe the same ownership He said that's fine as long as it's one long run. That'll be okay. You could have many uh, Many examples of like this you could have bagel chips where you could have the the bagels are made dairy and Now they're making it into chips. So the final product has OUD on it and it has all types of spices or cheddar spice So you know that it's dairy, but the initial product was a baked bagel or a pita, if there's dairy ingredients in there, you had this shiloh. So I think most ashkachas would be makeup, especially if it's one continuous run. They don't view it as two separate uh, two separate items, two separate productions, and they would be make There There's some other questions in Ashkalch, let's say regarding a bread mix. So let's say a company many bakeries do not make items from scratch. When you go to a, to a stop and shop or your local big supermarket, even your pomegranates, other supermarkets they're not making everything from scratch. They are purchasing bread mixes. So they buy a bread mix or a muffin mix, and they bake it off in, in the, in, in the uh, on-site bakery. Can a hashkacha give hashkacha on a bread mix that's dairy? The product is never going to be a retail product. It's only a B2B product going from, you know, the industrial plant to the supermarket, you know, back kitchen where they're going to bake it off. When they bake it off, there's no on it anyways. So, are they allowed to give hashkacha? So, most Hashkachas will only allow them to do it for industrial. As long as it's industrial, that's fine. But if it's going to be in a retail package, then bread mix is, you can't, you can't be lush as a isa. The challah people assume that that's going to be parv, and that would be an issue. Uh, well, another common question that comes up is that people end up using pretzel crumbs for uh, schnitzel. It's a, it's a nice dish. Pretzel crumb fried schnitzel. So, those that grew up in Brooklyn, pretzels are par. And you wouldn't think twice, but you you, you walk out of your house, out of your Dalai many pretzels are actually dairy. So you could buy pretzel crumbs that have an OUD on it, a dairy designation on it, and that's that's something that people use with meat. So it's another place where people are nichshel. I don't think it's usher because it's not pas. It's not a prop, you know, and it says dairy on it, but uh, it'll be another time where a person should think about one second. I'm, I'm having uh, pretzel crumbs. I assume it's parv. Don't assume anything. Pre- pretzel crumbs are very often uh, milchiks. I want you not to not use that to deep fry their, uh, their, their schnitzel with it. Okay, there's other questions regarding milchik bread. I think we covered uh, most most of these halachas. So I think we'll, we'll stop here with... Um, we'll continue. Maybe we'll switch topics. We'll be in touch regarding uh, next week. Mir as far as I don't know.